here we go then, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Fan Social, the show where the Cowboy Army share their thoughts on all things town. And it's been hot. It's been hot, hasn't it, uh, ladies and gentlemen? But uh, we're bringing you another podcast to hopefully cool you down wherever you are. Uh, I'm joined by good old Steve and a Dableton in GB. It's Graham Blackburn from the Naked Footy Show as we discuss all things town. Kieran McKenna, New Deal. We're going to Preston for pre-season um, and the fixtures <laughs> are out soon. Uh, let's go over to Steve, first of all, my friend. You're you're watching the cricket. Hey, how's, how's things? They need four to win the Aussies, so that's a little bit distressing. Um, yeah, I'm all good, mate. I'm really busy uh, at work. Um, you're right, it's hot. Uh, it's too bloody hot. Um, I've got no air conditioning in this room. We've got a window open. Hay fever's horrific. Um but apart from that, football's not far away. No, not far away. So I might. I'm, I'm a... There's the dog outside. That I just not far away either. <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm a hay fever sufferer as well, so I feel your pain, Steve. But um, GB, it's a pleasure to have you on. We've done a few videos in the past, and you've you've you know had a few appearances. But um, the man from the Naked Footy Show, um, you're not naked, thankfully. Um, how's things? Yeah, face for radio, that's the one, Ross. Yeah, that's why you don't see much of me. Uh, yeah, I think things are good. I Unlike uh, I, unlike you guys, I actually enjoy the heat, I think, because we only because we don't get enough of it. Even though I'm, you know, walking up a hill thinking, oh, my God, I can't go any further, it's too hot. I stop myself and say, no, no, it's better than a cold, damp, drizzle in February, isn't it? So that's the way I try and look at it. But, yeah, everything's fine other than that, Ross. Yeah. Thank well, you. Um, yeah. Some people would have heard your your voice before, as you said, Fater Radio and all that sort of stuff. But you are the man from the Naked Footy Show. Um, let some of the listeners and viewers know if they don't know your show, what it's about. Obviously, it's on about town, but you know, the, just the whole shebang of it all. Well, it started off. Um, oh God, I can't. You know, I can't remember. Eighteen oh four, I think it was. No, early early two thousands, and uh, I think I think the first recorded show is somewhere around two thousand and seven. You can find, but and that included our own, the venerable. Phil Ham, who sort of co- co-hosted it with me before he moved out or got imprisoned out at, uh, where is he? Uh, what's the prison place out there at, um, wherever it's called, whatever it's called. I think, where's Phil live? Come on. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, Holsley Bay, yeah. <laughs> before they, they, they sent him off there to, to do uh, hard labour. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing it for, for however long that is. And uh it was like the first, well, certainly the first fan show, I think, before we had things like, well, even the internet and then, or just the internet was just starting, wasn't it? And then before uh, we could put everything live on air and um, like we can now. Um, and so it's just, it was um, radio in those days, if you had football shows, it was all to do with interviewing managers and uh, players and so on. And so because it was a, a community station, I said, well, why, why don't we have one where we can just interview fans because they never get a chance to come on radio. And in those days, they didn't get a chance to go on anything, really, because there wasn't anything. But uh, that's basically how it started. So, uh, But now, of course, the world's gone mad. You can become, as Andy Warhol said, you're going to be a star. For five, everyone becomes a star for five minutes, don't they? Something like that. Um, and, and that's it. So, yeah, still plodding along with that. So if anyone wants to come on, I think the um, it's just down there. No, it's that side at Naked Footy on Twitter, and uh, 
you can come on. That'd be good. Yeah, and Ross, definitely. Yeah, I've been on a few times. Yeah, 6 p.m. on a Wednesday. Um, you can, of course, well, listen yeah. to it live on ICR. Or, of course, you can, like any podcast, you can listen back when, whenever you want um, yeah. and wherever you are. So, um, yeah, tune in, check it out. And uh, you're off-season at the moment, GB, just like the players. You're just chilling, relaxing, ready for the big grind for pre-season. And then, of course, championship football once again, my friend. So, uh, bring Absolutely. it on. It's been a while, hasn't it? It seemed like it's been four years, hasn't it? But it seems like thousands. It's yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, I think everyone thought when we first went down, well, we'll probably go straight up. But if we don't, it'll be fun because they're all new grounds and so on. But after two years and then three years and then four years, you think, oh no, then enough of this. Need to get out. Unfortunately, that run at the end of last season was quite astronomical, wasn't it? That got us out. Were we what eight points behind Sheffield when they had a game in hand at one point? Then you're thinking, well, playoffs here we come. But uh, no, it's just that that end of that season was incredible, wasn't it? I don't think I've ever, well, I've never seen a season like it, really. You know, and that includes going back to the good old days. <laughs> you know, when we when they used to play on um, where was it Broomhill Park? <laughs> That's where they park on it. No, I, I'm not quite that bad. But um, yeah, no, it's been. Been phenomenal that that run is incredible i don't think well i've never seen a run like it in watching ipswich anyway i know that um in 81 the 81 82 or 80 81 half seasons we went a whole season without losing didn't we but that was two end it was the end of one season the beginning of another so like 42 games or whatever it was in those days without losing a game but uh i've never actually seen a run like we had you know just a few weeks ago and they weren't just winning away at difficult teams. They were winning three, four, fives, yeah. six at home, and incredible. Yeah, of course. So, the main man behind all that, of course, all the players they get a lot of you know credit, but Kieran McKenna, of course, is the man leading that team, and he signed a new deal, boys, um, which was great news. We still Connor Chaplin signing a new deal, Massimo Luongo staying on, but the 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 news we wanted to hear, and Steve, we'll bring you in now, my friend. The news we wanted to hear. Is Kieran McKenna signing a new contract? A four-year deal, a new four-year deal until 2027. Um, Leicester were linked, Celtic were linked. Uh, Brendan Rodgers has gone back to Celtic, hasn't he? But Steve, thoughts on that? Because that is the news you wanted to hear. I think it just... I was thinking about this the other day about McKenna. I, I actually can't remember the last time he had a manager that across the fan base, everyone loves him. I... I I haven't heard a dissenter uh, about McKenna. I know, as Graham said, the, the run we had at the end of the season was absolutely stellar. Um, but that that's kind of put him in the shop window. And we, we haven't been like that. We've been trying to scrabble around, trying to find a manager. And we've taken a few that we thought might be good. And then not. Now we've got one. We've got a proper manager. We've got somebody who can coach players. We've got somebody who's got a vision. Um, the players love him. The fans love him. Every other bloody team loves him because they all want him. Um, but Ashton's done his his usual uh, little thing, signed him up, tied him down. Don't know what he's done to get him to do that, but I think he genuinely just loves Ipswich. I think he just enjoys the club and seems quite settled, doesn't he? His family are settled in uh, in the Ipswich area. So, yeah, absolutely over the moon when I saw that one because it, it had to happen. It had, they had to put the, you know, the the stamp on him really to say he's not available, just back off. Um, because there were, as you say, a lot of clubs who were after him. So 
Um, supposedly, he actually got interviewed for Leicester. I don't know whether that's true or not, but it seems a bit. And then it was soon after that that they announced the deal. So, yeah, really pleased. Um, love the man. Um, top top guy. Um, and really interested to see what he can do with us next season uh, with a backing that we've got. So, yeah, really pleased. Yeah, super Kieran McKenna, Graham. Um, and he had two yeah. years left on his deal um, before he signed this one. So, you know, there wasn't that fear of like, it's not out of contract, but he had two years left. But now he's signed another four-year deal. Graham, when you saw that news, what what's the first thing you, you, you said to anybody? Well, it's just like Steve. I thought, oh my God, that's that. whatever happens in the next few weeks, that's the best signing of the season, isn't it? By a long way. Um, and also, interestingly, you know, Mark Aston came here with a bit of controversy, especially not much uh, love from Bristol City fans. And um, you think, ooh, what well, we got here? But as far as I can see, he's not put a single foot wrong. And uh, to get Kieran McKenna in the first place is um, unbelievable, really. He just came out of the blue, didn't he, literally? Um, so you've got to take your hat off to Mark Aston. I'm going to have to find out what the Bristol fans just had a problem with because uh, we've had nothing but good things, have we? Um, so yeah, and uh, I'm not convinced he went to Leicester for an interview. I doubt he would have gone to be honest. Um, my partner was driving to out to the gym somewhere in Needham, and this was on a few days ago, anyway. And uh, Mr. McKenna was jogging in the direction of Woodbridge, so he wasn't running towards, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think he would have been running all the way to Woodbridge, but uh, he was uh, running in that direction as opposed to Leicester. So I don't think he was going to Leicester. <laughs> sure he wasn't running towards adversity. No, well, you, you, I was trying not to say that. I couldn't stop it. Sorry, Graham. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it, well, that's, that's phenomenal. It's such a great thing. I mean, if worse comes to worse and he does leave in a year or two, then, you know, we, we certainly get your money back. That's another thing that Aston has done. So, you know, I'd like to see. Um, what Bristol fans actually think is going on, you know, how they can... I know they had a lot of problem with him, didn't they? Thinking he was trying to rule the whole roost and, yeah. and selling and buying players, but uh, hasn't put a foot wrong here as far as I'm concerned. I think it was something about he, he sacked, I think was it Johnson, and then he brought in um, Dean Holden. And I think, yeah, just something, I think, yeah, I think... He sacked um, not Gary Johnson, his son Lee Johnson, Lee, who yeah. was doing a good job, and then Dean Holden came in, appoints him, who had sort of no experience and I don't think did really well. Um, although he's doing well at Cheltenham now, um, but like Kieran McKenna, once again, as as you said, both said really, like he came out of nowhere, didn't he? Like, no one really heard of him before. Uh, no. um, May not, of course, assistant manager and all that, and you know that great thing. But I think a lot of people like thinking, mm, is this the right appointment? But well, he has been unbelievable. I'm looking at his record since he arrived back in December 2021. He's won 44 games That's and incredible. lost just 12 in the 79 games across all competitions, which is great. He's got 150 goals have scored, of course, 101 um, last season. Didn't get 100 points, unfortunately. But yeah, Steve, it's just been incredible under him. Just the football as well. I know he's backed. I know he, like the, you know our ownership right now. I've got got the money to buy the players we want, but he also brings in the right players. And as Graham said, it is the signing of the the summer because you got a you got to have the top man signing a long term deal, and that also 
brings out the players at the club going, okay, we're going to have that manager still in charge. Because I'm sure there were some players saying, oh, you know, Celtic could come calling in. That's a big football club. Mm. Um, but yeah, overall, it's, oh, it's just great news. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, if you look at um, you look at clubs where they have invested in players uh, with managers and they've chucked loads of money. I know that's one of the things that's sort of angled at us over the last couple of years with the new ownership and how much they've invested. Uh, but I, I genuinely think they have invested really wisely. They haven't just thrown a load of cash at it. They've been quite strategic. Um, but some clubs have gone out there and you know spent low, millions of pounds on players. If you haven't got the right manager, it doesn't matter. Um, no. Chelsea. You, yeah, well, yeah. exactly. Look how much Chelsea, was it? 800 million or 900 million they've spent yeah. under Bowley? Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I think you, you need a good manager, and McKenna is the best manager we've had since Burley. Um, yeah. And I love George Burley. Um, but he's, yeah. We just need to get used to the fact he's going to get in the in the mix for every single job that's going now. Um, and if he does well this season and, you know, puts us where we think we possibly might want to be, he's going to have even more suitors at the end of the season because they're going to be coming for him left, right and centre. So, um, but we've got the investment, the backing, the support, I think will be enough to keep him for a year or two. And he'll end up, he'll, he will end up at Spurs or United. He'll, he'll be, it'll be a big Prem club that get him eventually. But if we can have him for a little bit longer, that'd be lovely. Get us back up where we need to be. Premier League. I don't, know, I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you did watch the interview he did with Matt Holland and Mark Ashton um, a few months back. I mean, he did give you uh, some confidence that he isn't going to be going in the near future. And, you know, someone said if a premiership club came in for you now, and, I, and he said words to the effect of, well, premiership club, clubs come in for a lot of people and they could be gone again within six months. So he said, it's not always the dream you think it is. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but yeah, so I, I think he'll be here for a year or two at least, hopefully. Yeah. That's well. Well, I think you've seen Gary O'Neill got sacked and he just he kept Bournemouth up and they, they finished pretty yeah. pretty solid in, in the Premier League. And they, of course, they've appointed an upcoming manager and that's what teams are doing. Like Leicester appointed basically Man City's assistant or, you know, Pep Golowada's assistant. So um, I think a lot of clubs are looking down that route now. They're looking for that young upcoming manager who have got a good CV. Because, um, yeah, McKenna had a good CV at Spurs and then Man United worked under those managers. Um, but I feel at the moment, where McKenna's journey is, is with town because we're ambitious football club, you know, now back in the championship, we want to aim as high as, you know, I'm not thinking back-to-back promotion straight away because, yeah, there's a lot of big teams in the championship, but um, I'm sure he's going to be aiming as high as possible. And, you know, this club is backed um, with signing, you know, players, like new contracts, boys. Connor Chaplin, we, we spoke about last week, he signed a new deal. Massimo stayed on. Um, you know, there's I'm sure there's going to be more talk about other players, maybe signing deals and, you know, we've been linked with players already. Um, but that's another thing that proves this club has just changed with Mark Ashton, making sure players, are, you know, are here to stay for the long term and not worrying last minute. Like, oh, no, we're going to let him go for free. Because you see with some clubs, they lose these yeah. assets when they're out of contract and they lose them for free. And you're like, oh, we could have got a good fee for him. And that's yeah, it's just it's just so happy. And uh, well, let's talk then, boys, about the transfer links. Um, it's still very quiet. The window is open been open now for about a week um, other clubs around us are signing players but i don't think there's no rush at the moment there's no rush um, the players are back of course in pre-season next week 
Um, but there's been links so far. Ellis Sims of Everton has been linked, the 22-year-old. Uh, spent time on loan at Sunderland last season, the first half of the season. Scored seven goals in seven, 17 games. Nearly said 77 games. That's not a good ratio, is it, for a striker? <laughs> uh, but Steve, thoughts, thoughts on him? Um, Everton boy, um, probably would know Nathan Broadhead because that's where we signed him from. Um, but yeah, 22. Good age. Good, good age. Um, I, I really hope we get Sims. Um, he did a really good job at Sutherland. Um, and then when Everton recalled him, around January when it when they when they brought him back, something like that. Watched a few of his performances on Sky. He was really good. It just shows you where we've come, doesn't it? From like four or five years ago, we'd have never been having this conversation about a player who's a Premier League squad player essentially that's what he is but a player of his ability i think he's a he, he is an upgrade on hurst and and sadly on freddie um but if we could get him proven championship player scores goals um has played in the prem um i think he'd be a really good signing but the transfer fees that have been floated around for him range anywhere from three and a half million to ten and a half i mean yeah. it's like three and a half would be a bargain because he 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 looks handy, really handy. Of course, really um, Graham, pinch of salt with these rumours sometimes. I think it's the Sun reporting this. Um, but, you know, we're, we're fans, aren't we? We're, you know, football fans who love rumours, transfer rumours. This time of year, it's all about the rumours. Um, and, you know, we've got to discuss it because, it, you know, sometimes it can come off. But um, Ellis Sims, you know, thoughts on that? Um, yeah, Fee will be involved. But, you know, back in the day, this would be a lot of cologne. A loan signing will be looking like Nathan Broadhead. When we, when we signed him in January, you thought, yeah, loan deal. But no, we signed him permanently, and he, of course, he was fantastic. Congratulations yeah. for him winning two further Cats of Wales, of course. But um, but yeah, th these sort of signings, Graham, do you yeah, get excited about? I don't know that much about Sims because he's been about, hasn't he? Sort of been on loan and uh, stuff, and there's tiny videos of him which aren't that impressive, mainly because they're probably reserve games and things. <clears throat> but um yeah if you can the fact that they, like you say that or like steve said that you can actually now look at players like that not just to take on loan but to actually buy is quite uh you know shows how far the club has come um just i had to go uh to one of the council buildings yesterday and suddenly i'd forgotten you know you can see the whole of the ground now all open and it's like they've taken staples down haven't they and uh Travel Lodge has almost just popped up like in a couple of days. You know, it's incredible, really. How the club has, I know I've gone slightly off subject, but, uh, you know, how the club in the last two years has just gone from strength to strength, hasn't he? It's unrecognisable. And the fan base have, have um, supported that clearly, haven't they? But yeah, yeah, anyone. Um, the trouble is, you don't know with these rumours, it's always someone will come in that you've never heard of, won't you? Won't they? Or well, that hasn't been rumoured, there'll be someone just coming. Um, on the blind side, so to speak. But yeah, I'd be happy if we had someone like that, definitely. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about Marvin Johnson or whatever, the other one? Yeah, think, yeah, we'll, we'll um, jump on that now, my friend. Um, yeah, Marvin Johnson, the Sheffield Star, I reported that. And of course, um, Stu Stuart Watson, the Anglian, of course, of us here at Kings of Anglia, um, have spoken to the club and yeah, apparently it's wide off the mark. But um, yeah, he's a currently a free agent. I think there's been a, a deal on the table at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, but yeah, what's your what's your what's your thoughts on this, GB? You know, he's thirty-two, left wing back, uh, part of the Sheffield Wednesday team that won promotion. Although he was found guilty for elbowing Wes Burns in that uh, yes. draw back at Fortman Road. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I think well, he obviously fits your uh, 
thing about having a bit of experience back in there. But I mean, I think those were the days said it was pretty unlikely that we'd sign them, didn't it, lately today, I think. Um, so I don't know. I think we might have to look at look elsewhere. But does he? Why does he want another wide left player? Um, you know, you've, we've got uh, Leaf and um, what's his name? Two full backs. Um, Greg Lee, yeah. Greg Lee, and then of course we've got the wonderful um, Edwards on the wing. You know, has played out and out wing. Um, do we really need another head there? I don't know. Uh, in in the past, you'd have had. Um, KVY, he could have covered there, but obviously they've let him go. Um, Thirty-two-year-old, I don't know. I'm not not convinced with that one. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I was saying that. I do feel we need to sign at least one or two other more experienced players because it's great to like players like Ellis Sims who are exciting and you know a player that we can sell on if he does well. But Steve, I'll bring you in, my friend, as well to talk about this because um, yeah, we haven't really got. A squad that have got that much championship experience. There's a few players in there, of course, Sam Morsey and stuff like that, uh, Massimo Luongo, um, but Leif Davis played a few games. Ladapo's had that one season, um, but the rest of the squad still. No, Luke Wolferden, Karen Burgess is the centre halves. I think that's a position, of course, we'll hopefully improve him with centre halves, bringing an experienced head. But um, yeah, Marvin Johnson, as I said, it's not going to happen, but it's something to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Johnson, I mean, he's 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 a decent, decent player. Um, what's going on at Sheffield Wednesday? Like, yeah, we actually did bring up, did we? Darren Moore. No, just, I, mean, yeah. I don't want to rub salt into a couple of my mates who are Sheffield Wednesday fans' uh, wounds, but that's, that's a basket case, isn't it? At the minute, mm-hmm. um, you know, Darren Moore gets mutually let go, um, which I kind of. Don't blame the guy for wanting to go after the abuse he got last season, which was absolutely appalling. Um, is Johnson what we're looking for? I, I think I think we probably will bring in a couple of more experienced players. I mean, he brought Keogh in uh, last year for that experienced head who played a few games. Centre-back definitely is where I think they'll bring him in. Um, would I go for Johnson? Same reason as Graham, really. I probably wouldn't based on the left-handed side options we've got. Um, I think there's other positions we could bring somebody in. Um, so yeah, I, Johnson's probably a no-go for me and it sounds like it's probably a no-go for the club anyway. Um, I think if we were going to sign a, 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 a player that we have been linked with, it would be the lad from Palace, uh, uh, is it Raksaki, um, yeah. the guy who's at Charlton. So, um, I mean, he did amazingly well at Charlton in a pretty bang average Charlton team, although that Charlton 4-4 still um, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> so, um, if, if no, we want to talk about it because the scars are deep, but um, but if we could get so imagine what he would be like in a McKenna team, I mean, it's quite scary, really. I mean, championship level, big step up, but he's at a Premier League club, so um, yeah, I, I think he will bring some experienced players in, but Raksaki is the one I think that we've been talking about the rumors have been doing you know doing the rounds could we get him on a perm probably not loan maybe we got him on a perm that would be a that would be a statement signing um but can't see it i'll tell you the one player i did see that we got linked with and i don't i know literally nothing about this guy whatsoever but i don't care because he's bulgarian and we need to get him in and that is georgie russo 
So since we lost Boncho mm. with his fantastically great chant, Boncho, 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 Guncha, um, we need another Bulgarian. So it's I think that's the one they need to bring in. Is it CSKA Mos uh, Sophia, isn't it? Um, I have no idea. Yeah, he is. He's at CSKA. Um, scored a lot of goals. Um, looks a bit of a handful. Let's get him in. And then we can get the chant going again. So we can bring that Boncho chart back, but with Georgie, that'd be good. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I would like us to sign like maybe yeah, a foreign player just to have yeah. that, that bring that because like even when we had Selena, you had that little little connection there. But yeah, we haven't really had that connection for a while. Where we're really like a foreign, like someone like Pablo as well, where he just had that. He becomes like a you know fans' favorite. Because sometimes like, sometimes they're not that great, but Pablo was fantastic. Well, Boncho wasn't a bad player, was he? No. Um, but I think you just want that sort of, yeah, that little cult hero of a player you could just, yeah, have that little connection with. Um, I mean, you never know. International mystery about the player. You yeah. don't know anything about him, and then you see him play, and you think, my God, he's amazing. Yeah. Two Dutchmen yeah. would be nice. Yeah. Dutch would be very good. <laughs> yeah. That would be good. You can get a Murin and Tyson double act going. Yeah. That's him from Ajax. Let's see where they go. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, that'd, be, that'd be exciting. But, um, but yeah, transfer rumours, all that sort of stuff. The the fun and games of the, the summer transfer window. I'm sure there'll be more and more links. Although it's quite a down now with the club with Mark Ashton trying to keep everything under lock and key, which I think is sensible because yeah, for me sometimes I do get sick of these rumours. Sometimes I just want to I just want I just want to see a player holding the shirt, holding the scarf, and their sign confirmed. Happy days, of course. Though we're in the business of transfer rumours, it's, it's it is fun to talk about it. So I'm very much contradict myself there. There is times I just want just get the done. Just want the player in the shirt, boom, and he's ours. But um, it's good fun. We always enjoy talking about it. So that's the. Well, um, Who is there, Ross? Doing yeah, there's nothing both. else. There? There's nothing else. There's nothing no. else. But there watch is the one cricket. big thing. Watch cricket. Yeah, watch which cricket. we just lost. So oh, yeah, yeah, we're recording this on Tuesday night, and uh, yeah. yeah, sorry, any English cricket fans out there? Yeah, so but, just not. the first of the series, though. So four more to go. So um, hopefully they'll bounce back. Um, but there is one exciting thing that is happening, boys. Um, the f- I was about to say the pre, we'll get to that in a bit because that's not that exciting. But I want to talk about the fixtures because the fixtures are going to get released on Thursday, 9 a.m. sharp. Um, and I just want to talk about it. Um, I'm actually going to be in the air in an aeroplane, um, flying to Naples when they, when they drop. So I'm going to try my best to sort of. I'm, my, my flight is at quarter past nine, so I'm going to try my best to download the fixtures so I can then basically during the flight just sort of schedule my, my year. And that's a perfect way to just get rid of the flight, you know, for that two and a half hours. So um, perfect scheduling. But um, Steve, I'm sure you're looking forward to it, Graham. I'm sure you're looking forward to the fixtures, finding out our championship fixtures for the first time in four years. Um, I've given you some homework. And um, Can you predict the first game of the season for town? Um, of course, it's going to be away because of the pitch. We requested that. Um, so, Steve, who are you going for? What's your prediction? Um, I've gone for Everton, uh, which I think... Ooh, it, Ever- Everton? Yeah, they got they relegated. relegated. No, they, they didn't did get relegated. They didn't. didn't they? No. <laughs> no. Well, in that case, I'm going to go for AC Milan. <laughs> uh, they will be they will be our first away game. Let's uh based on why do I think Everton have got relegated? Maybe I was just hoping they got relegated. Yeah, I think all um, of us were on, got that, on that basis, then I'll go complete other end of the country and go Southampton. Okay. They, they, got, they, they, they definitely got relegated. They were the yeah. first team that got relegated. Okay, all right, that's fine. Okay, so who were the three then? So uh it was Leeds, Southampton, 
Everton. <laughs> you just said Everton. <laughs> Leicester. Leicester's it. Good old Leicester. Yeah. Oh, well. It won't be Everton. If I, drive, if I go all the way up to Everton, Goodison, <laughs> and we're not there on the first game of the season, I'm going to get really annoyed. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, they, they stayed up on the final day. So, um, that, that was, you know, it was very much, you know, close, really. And I think there were some people, like, of course, Stu is a, an Everton fan, and uh, that would have been a nice little, because that's the last season of Goodison Park um, mm. next season. So that would have been interesting. Um, but yeah, Leicester, Southampton, and uh, Leeds. At least at Everton again. There, Steve, stop it, stop it. Um, Sorry, but Graham. Who are you predicting then? Um, Steve's gone for Southampton, not Everton. Um, is it going to be boring like Stu? I've just messaged Stu about the the Preston um, preseason game. He said, it, with, "With our luck, we'll get Preston away on the first game of the season." Uh, but yeah, what's your, what's yours? Um, I'm going for Real Madrid. Uh... <laughs> I've only been there once. It's such a nice city. Solidarity, now. Graham. Solidarity. If I'm going to dig myself in a hole, come in with me, mate. That's what you need to do. Um, I, I I can't predict it, but I think I'd quite like Hull away because um, a most fans who want to go will be able to get a ticket, thankfully, because it's a big enough stadium. Um, but b my brother lives in Beverly, which is only about nine miles away, so it means I can make a weekend of it, and that would be quite fun. Um, that's all. So it's just a wish. It's not actually a prediction. I could do two and make a prediction, but I yeah, won't know what. Go for it. I predict Everton. Blue <laughs> um, for yeah. the year. Uh, goodness, I'll go the other end. Yeah, I'll say Southampton. There you go. As a prediction, but hoping it's Hull. Mm. Well, you know, there's a lot of you know big talking points in there going into these. But we'll, we'll, of course, when the fixtures come out, we'll talk about it more. Um, but you know, there's you know a lot of you know the Mark Ashton derby against Bristol City. There's Michael Carrick McKenna against Middlesbrough. Um, of course, you know there is the Norwich game, of course. But I don't think that'll be that. I don't think that'll ever be the first game. I think that needs to be later in because they have to talk about with the police and stuff. Um, it, least, uh, yeah, somewhere yeah, around there. Yeah, pretty much. And of course, there's a Neil Warnock. You know, renewing that old rivalry. Um, him at Huddersfield. Um, and there's other connections at West Brom. Mark, Mark Ashton, Mark O'Leary got connections with them. Um, I think literally every club has a little connection here and there. But um, what are you looking forward to then, boys? What games? You know, we're back in the championship. Of course, we'll be playing home and away twice. That doesn't change. Um, but there's going to be some other teams we haven't played for for a while. Um, Steve, which games are you looking forward to? Of course, you're based in Plymouth, so you've got the Plymouth game once again. Um, yeah. Another trip down to, to home park. But... Uh, any other games you're looking forward to, my friend? Um, I'm the Argyle one for obvious reasons because I'm here and it's good banter with my Argyle mates who like winding me up, whether they're in the UK or whether they're in Australia or New Zealand or wherever they are, they like to wind me up. So that'll be one that I'll be interested to see how Argyle fare in the championship um, and compare them against us. Um, the Southampton one was on my list. I think I'd quite not been to Southampton Stadium, the new one. Um, so I'd like to go and see that. Uh, I literally couldn't give a monkeys about the Norwich game. I, it was going to cause me too much stress. Um, I can't cope with that. Um, obviously, if we don't win, it will be the end of the world. Um, but that one just stresses me out. Um, Bristol City will be a good one. Got a good mate of mine uh, who's a massive Bristol City fan. So we'll probably end up in different ends of the ground 
WhatsApping each other um, for the duration of the game. That's generally what happens. So uh, it'd be nice to go up there to Ashton Gate and give the Bristol fans a little bit of advance for, for Ashton. Um, but yeah, should be some, I mean, it's going to be some amazing. And the thing is, we're going to bigger grounds, yeah. bigger away allocation. We're not going to, I mean, to the greatest respect of the teams like Forest Green and stuff, you know, we're, we're not scrabbling with a couple of hundred tickets. We should have decent numbers. So I, I just can't wait for it, if I'm honest. Um, looking forward to Everton. Should be good. I think talking about tickets, if I may, and be interesting to see how they do the priority system next season because obviously, you know, I used to have a gold card, as many, many did, and then that was an easy way of getting tickets. But towards the end of the season, it was impossible to get a ticket. And quite rightly, I, I think they chose the ones, the, the games, the people that had been to most games, which I think is a fair enough way of doing it. But, uh, you know, if we start the season at somewhere without a great big allocation, I wonder how they'll allocate the tickets when you can't, they probably won't have a gold card scheme. They might have something similar, but, and you can't, on the first game of the season, you can't say, well, we'll pick the, the fans that have been to most games because there hasn't been any. So it'd be quite interesting how they do the tickets next year. I don't suppose you've had any, uh, had your ear to the ground of your Ross, anything like no, that? No, I think um, I think there will be like there's still those systems. There's the ultimate card. There is gold card and stuff. And people will still have those that, that, that in place. But uh, I think, as Steve mentioned, I think thankfully we do have bigger grounds. There'll be bigger allocations. Yeah. We, we ain't got the Fleetwoods and the Ackertons of the world. We do at least have. I think most grounds hopefully will hold more than over a thousand away fans. I think I'm trying to think the smallest allocation. I don't know. I'm trying to think which team. Top of my head. Plymouth wouldn't really... be far off. Pardon? Plymouth wouldn't be far off. Yeah, true. Because no. that's yeah. quite tight in there. That's a long they... way away. <laughs> that's why well, people are committed to go there. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, even though it's a nice part of the world, um, and I've enjoyed the last two years going down there. Um, but yeah, most grounds I think will be fine. Um, you know, and I think A1's going to be ticking off a lot of grounds. Uh, you know, we haven't been in the championship for so long. So as I said, there's going to be so many like there's teams like Birmingham, there's some of the London clubs like QPR, uh, Watford, Millwall, um, like Sunderland. We're going to be playing them again. We've got Preston, where we're going to be going twice. Um, I'll, I'll sort of talk about it now, boys, because yeah, the uh, the preseason fixture confirmation of us doing a, a Wednesday night at Preston in preseason and. Um, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting indeed because we're going to be going there in the championship and now we're going to be back to going there in pre-season. Um, a lot of people are very dumbfounded when they saw that news, but um, sometimes pre-season is all about fitness and it doesn't matter who we're playing against. Um, but actually, Graham, I didn't ask you what sort of teams are you looking forward to going to? Yeah, we're going to be going to some bigger stadiums, bigger name teams. Any, any of that well, stick out for you? When you get to my age, you've been to most of them. So... Uh... I mean, it'd be it'd be great to be able to get a hold of a ticket when you you know nearly all the time you want to get a hold of a ticket. But um, talking of um, games like Pre I, I didn't know uh, Preston actually in the championship. Yes, yeah. that's, that's even more bizarre, isn't it? Why on earth would you travel all the way to Preston to play a team that you're going to play twice in the league? How bizarre! Never thought of that. God, that's yeah. Anyway, I changed the subject. Like, what was the question? Um, yeah, I, I just like, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I have been to pretty much all of them, if not all of them, in the championship. So, I just love, you know, as you say, Ross, it's just so nice to be able to go to these bigger stadiums and pretty much guarantee you can get a ticket, even though, you know, they take five thousand to Barnsley at the end of last season. So, <laughs> not going to be that easy sometimes. 
Yeah, I was um, I've been lucky enough to go to I've been to all the championship grounds um, who will be playing next season. I've done all the 23. Um, so there'll be no new grounds to tick off for me, but I'm just excited to just go to some of them again because it's been a while. Like the last time I went to Leicester uh, away, we lost 6 0. So <laughs> I want oh, to I improve on that. Yeah, the, the McCarthy, McCarthy, yeah, early, that. early days where we lost 6 0 and lost 6 0 somewhere else. I've got now Palace. Yeah, Crystal Palace, we lost 6 0 as well. And I was at both of those games. It's, I was, I was yeah. only a. A 16-year-old lad who just went, I picked the wrong team to support. <laughs> I was losing 0 uh, Because we had the Paul Jewell era and all that as well, and Roy Keane. But, but there's a few grounds I want to, you know, get rid of some scars. Because even just, even the last championship season, you know, under Paul Hurst, Paul Amber, we had some bad results, didn't we? Like the Millwall game uh, where Paul Amber was in the stands. I think we lost 3-0 or something, something like that. And it was a bad day. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, just looking forward to and of course, Port and Road's going to be bouncing, isn't it, boys? It's going to be bouncing because the season tickets are sold like hotcakes already. There's going to be great away following from all the teams, pretty much. Um, well, we get we got packed out Port and Road in League One, but in the Championship, it's going to be a away following that's going to bring that atmosphere. And I just can't, I just can't wait for it. So, uh, so bring it on. Uh, well, that's boys, we have a singing section as well. Yeah, we the singing section having moved as well, which could be interesting. That's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I'll see how they see how they do. Um, I think that's a good idea going where they're going, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to see that because yeah, we won't have a Portland Road game for a while until the pitch is sorted. Uh, so I think the first two games, uh, away games, what will be the in the championship will be two away games to kick off. I think that's what we requested. So we'll have to wait a little while, but it's gonna be a great time. Of course, the pitch and I think everything else they're doing there is gonna be some great updates. So uh, watch this space. Um, well, boys, shall we jump into the strike for some silly stuff before we end the pods? Um, Steve versus Graham. Graham making his strike debut. Oh Let's see God. how his knowledge is. Uh, Steve. Don't worry, Graham. Yeah, <laughs> you can't yeah. to worry about me. I'll tell you now. I'll take a beer. Yeah, you yeah, join the beer. beer. What are you drinking? What are you drinking, Graham, for the, for the, for uh, the listeners Abbott. out there? Abbott. Where is it? That way. Yeah. There we go. Solid. Good beer, Good beer choice. Very solid indeed. Uh, well, four questions as ever and a tiebreaker. Um, of course, questions are on birthdays in June as standards. Um, and the first question is on an international flavour player, Jimmy Guan, the Frenchman. Uh, now, what squad number did he wear at town? Was it 17, 19 or 21? I may have done this question before, um, but I'm just lazy. I'm lazy, all right? I'm just lazy. So if I have done this question recently, I'm sorry, but it makes you know make sure Stephen Graham can you know rem- remember, um, and also um, play at home, ladies and gentlemen, as always. Play at home. Let us know how you get on, and uh, Jimmy Guan. What do you reckon, then, boys? Do you remember him? I remember the name. Yeah, yeah. likewise. Don't He's remember him playing. A few free kicks. He scored some good free kicks during his time. Very lanky player. Very no, skinny, lanky wrong. player. Yeah. Mm. What yeah, country are you from? Is he French? France. French. Yeah, French. That's why I said French in the intro. Not a very French name, is it? Jimmy. <laughs> Guan, though, it's Guan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, actually, let me quickly find out. I don't know if that's just his, like, shortened. Guan, isn't it pronounced Guan? J U A N in French, en français? Maybe. Maybe. I have no idea. No, no, it is just his name, Jimmy. But of course, he was on loan at town from Monaco. Uh, he actually played in the Champions League for Monaco against Liverpool. Little fun fact. Um, but that isn't—that's not the question. 
Uh, the question is, what was his skill number at town? What do you reckon, then, boys? Who, who wants to go first? Um, oh, have, I got to it have I got to write it down? No, you can, well, you can shout it out. You can shout out. Fine. Steve can show it and you can shout it out. Yeah, because I couldn't see what he said anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I would go, uh, Well, I'd go 21. Okay. Uh, you're both wrong. It's 19. Oh. So there we go. Good start, good start, good start. Uh, question two is on another lone player, and it's on Chris Bart Williams. Remember him? Mm -hmm. Back yeah. in the day, back Actually, in the early 2000s. That might, that might be the answer. Well, we'll find out. Um, <laughs> he was on loan at Town. <laughs> <laughs> from which club? Um, okay, so from which club he was on loan? Was it Charlton Athletic, Nottingham Forest, or Sheffield Wednesday? Uh, fun fact, he played... All these clubs. He played for all so, of them. So depends where from town. Oh. Where did he start? I'll go Alton. Oh. You go first. You go first, um, Graham, and then Steve can or, Steve right. right down then. Yeah, you sat Graham then yeah, boom. Well, I've gone Chelton then. Okay. Oh, I went Chelton too. You are both correct. Yes. Hey. He um yeah he was um he started his career late in Orient then went to Sheffield Wednesday then went to Forest where he made his name I say Wednesday he made his name as well but he uh was at Charlton and of course came on loan to us from there and uh, he left he left town to then go and play in in Cyprus so there we go um so a point each for Graham and Steve question three is maybe more I don't know yeah more Graham's era um but Steve you'll still know this player uh eric gates celebrates his birthday this month as well how many goals did he score for town in 384 games and as a standard closest to the correct answer gets a point if you get it bang on boys you get double the points so um yeah 384 goal games the only player my brother is not into football right he is the only player he can remember so if i ever go to a game which obviously i do go to games he'll go did, did eric gates play <laughs> retired like 30 years ago what are you talking about how many games yeah. did he play 384 um, yes he was good though wasn't he Gatesy great player yeah very Brilliant short player. wasn't he very short yeah. got, he got about just a amazing yeah, player you can earn players better than I've seen anyone yeah. with his back goal as well it's just incredible yeah. yeah well what do you reckon then it, it, as he was a goal scorer as well, and he? he did score a lot of goals. But how many? Did, how many in three hundred eighty-four? Uh, I'll go one hundred and ninety-eight. <laughs> All right. I went one hundred and eighty-nine. Oh. <laughs> well, he, he definitely didn't score that many goals. Um, he did score a few, but he didn't. He didn't score that many. Uh, it's ninety-six goals he scored. Eric oh, Gates. That's really so low. Who, who was the closest? Then? Was yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't score a lot of goals, did he? Really? When you think about it. Yeah, like, so. but then I don't know. It's not a bad ratio, really. But um, he was setting him up for Brazil and Mariner yeah. most of the time. He was. Yeah, that's the thing. He was the provider, wasn't he? Yeah. So who? Who's closest then? What's the answer again? I was closest, but I was a country mile off. Country. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should give you the point or not. I don't know. Okay, no, nah, I'll be nice. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. I'll give you the point. So Steve is two one up going into question four, and question four is going on to a different era completely, and it's in the two thousands, two thousand twenty tens. Do you remember a player called Josh Carson, Northern Irishman? Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, made a breakthrough. You know, under. 
think it was under Roy Keane. No, Paul Jewell, actually. Paul Jewell. Um, but yeah, he plays still um, in the Northern Irish top flight. But for which team? Uh, is it Coleraine, Cliftonville or Linfield? Um, so yeah, still playing in the in the top flight there. He's, he's pretty much, I think he left us, went to York City and then went back to, and he's been pretty much playing in Northern Ireland ever since. I'm trying to guess his age actually now because his birthday is this month. Here's winger. Yeah, winger. Yeah. yeah. He's he's only he's still 30. He only just turned 30 this June. Yeah. So yeah, he's still still kicking about. Yeah, 2010 oh, he made his town debut. Um no 2011, sorry, my bad. Um Okay, yeah. I'm ready to go. Well, what do you reckon then? I'll go um Linfield. Linfield, okay. Linfield as well. Linfield as well. Well, you're both incorrect it's actually Coleraine oh. um so Steve has one um Cliftonville by the way of course is Jim Jilton's new club yeah Jim Jilton is oh, now right. the, the manager there of course um well Steve you have won this edition of the strike but as always it's an opportunity to gamble and can Graham steal it if you're going to gamble of course Yes, I am going to gamble. Yes, yes. Let's do a question. Okay, Colin Graham, it's opportunity now. Now you've got to get a bang on, though, of course, to win it. Well, I'm um, well you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, and the question is on a fella, a Scottish fella, called Alan Brazil. Good Alan Brazil. How many goals did he score for town in 210 games? <laughs> so have a little think here. You're very much wide off the mark for uh, Eric Gates. So, uh, yeah, have a little think and, you know, think about your working out. Um, and, of course, he once, once upon a time, of course, he scored five goals in a game. Get Stoke. There's mm. five goals for you. Um, and yeah. That's not as many games as I thought. I thought he played a lot more than that. You know, 210, 195 starts, 15 sub-appearances. That helps. So, yeah. He actually... Um, he made his debut, of course, against Man United at home in 78, and then he left in 83. So he was only here for five years. He went to United, um, didn't he? Straight from us? Or did he, he go yes, he, he went to Spurs as well? No, he went to Spurs first. Spurs, Spurs first, then, yeah. then United. Um, and then Coventry. And yeah, then I had a little spell. Just looking now, he had a little spell in Switzerland. He did. Places. So, he did. You should read his autobiography. It's well worth a read. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very, I'll put very that on the good. list. Yeah, and then, then he went on the ladder in town. <laughs> <laughs> that as well. That as well. Uh, him and his mate, I think the Reading player, they took that over. Yeah, he used to it. Yeah, with his mate. Nice. Uh, which is now the Thomas Wolsey. Yes. Yeah. Do, I a, do I get a bonus for bringing pubs into it? And then I'm really oh, absolutely, you get two points for bringing you pubs get two in. points. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's the goal. Gracious, I'll I'll go ninety-nine. Oh okay, ninety-nine. Steve, just wow. to play as well. You never know, you could you could get it bang on and you get make you win four one. We are really close in our guesses though. I went ninety-four. 94. Well, the correct answer is a nice little round number. It's eighty. Eighty goals he scored. In 210 games. So sorry, Graham, didn't get a bad well, one. So Steve I know does win plan. overall. Steve, well my done. friend, you've won Thanks. this week. Thoughts on it? Speech. Speech. 
don't yeah. don't ever ask me to give a speech. We'll be here hours. Um, you got to thank your family and they don't care what's going on. They're, they're keeping well out of the way downstairs. Um, yeah, good. I enjoyed that. I can't remember the last time I won the strike. I think I've only won it once before. Yeah. So please for that. Let's hope yeah, it goes the nervous. <laughs> nerves. Don't let nerves get the better of you, Grant, yeah. ever. You did okay. You did. You got the Chris Bart Williams question right. So yeah. that's, 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 that's that's not too bad. It's not too bad, Graham. There you go. Another additional the strike done and dusted. Thanks everyone for for tuning into the strike and uh, Steve and Graham taking part. Uh, we're now here at the end of the pod, boys. We're getting to an hour now. Um, I think that's a great way to sort of round off. But as always, any other business, Steve? Anything you want to plug and talk about? Discuss? Plug? Um, yeah, I don't know if you got anything you want to plug. Um... <laughs> We should maybe we should plug our sponsors. Yeah, yeah, of course. That I meant to do be... that at the start. I should have yeah. done that at the start. That but um, I'll do that now quickly. Then I'll do yeah, that. Or do you want to do it? Actually, Steve, you do it. You do it. Do, do I want to do it? Yeah. No, because you'll you'll know exactly what to say. So if you want your pickle gingered or gingered pickled, go for ginger pickle uh, for all your SEO needs. And uh, if you want your um, downstairs bits tidied up a little bit, then. Mm -hmm. uh, Go to manscape.com and uh, get yourself a weed whacker. Yeah, I think it's 4.0 now, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, KOA at checkout, get 20% off free delivery. Happy days. That's all, that's all the sponsors. Yeah. Um, and yeah, of course, shout out to Tony Southgate at Ginger Pickle and uh, who helped me with my Holland trip, doing all the interviews with um, the four great Dutchmen. Of course, the recent one is out uh, with Pim Bolkstein. So check yeah. that out if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, um, is that it from you, Steve? Then any other business? You anything else you want to? Uh, just waiting for the fixtures, waiting for the kit release. Um, looking forward to our yellow and green away kit. That should be quite interesting. <laughs> um, now that we've got the heads up on what's coming, so that'll be nice. Yeah, no, just genuinely looking forward to seeing the new kits. Um, when that gets announced, probably after the fixtures, you would think it would seem silly to do it before and kind of take away the edge of the fixtures. But um, hoping for an orange away kit because that is still one of the only away kits that I have kept uh, since I was a young kid. And now I can't fit it because I'm a fat knacker. So hoping it's going to be orange so I can get a kit that I can wear. Um, yeah, that's it really. Apart from that, got nothing else to plug. It's fine. Fine. Well, bring it on, bring it on. Well, Graham, it's been great to have you on, my friend. Um, just to sort of get away that rust of the off season, get you ready for your your making your return to the um, Naked Footy Show. But um, any other business from yourself, my friend? No, not not from me. Um, um yeah, I, I did tell you in the green room. Where I'm I'm going with the, with my niece to the the game in um, Vienna. Um, but they could be. She has to come back on the Sunday because she's got some exam or something, and you can guarantee they're going to arrange another friendly out there on the Monday, aren't they? But anyway, um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and you're off to Naples. Why is it, is it just for Jolly? No, my, my family are over there, so I've got, I've got some Italian family, so I'm gonna go and see them for the first time in a long, long time. So, um, go with my mother half, gonna fly over on the Thursday when the fixtures get released. Um, but no, looking forward to it. It's going to be. It's hot here, but it's it's hotter over there. But um, I'm looking forward to it. Going to go to some of the beaches and just have a nice little wind down, just to sort of chill before the big season kicks off, boys. Because um, yeah, the, the the players are back in pre-season on the 26th, the Monday, the 26th, 
And then it's all going. The Felix Stowe game is on the 1st of July, which will be a good little day out for fans who can go to that. And then, yeah, it all kicks off. Like At the moment, the Austria trip hasn't been confirmed in terms of the games and what's happening, but um, it sounds like it could be happening. So um, hopefully there'll be a nice little away European trip for, for fans, Graham, as you said. And uh, yeah, this is probably the last sort of week, isn't it, of just like nothing really happening until really it's every week, every day, something's going to happen, I'm sure. So can't wait for it. But um, but no, boys, it's it's been a pleasure. Uh, thanks for joining me for another chin wag. Um, thanks for thanks everyone for listening. It's been great. It's been great. Um, and yeah, as Steve said, so shout out to our sponsors at Manscaped, Ginger Pickle. Um, if you haven't already, follow us on all our socials at Kings of Anglia. Follow Steve, the Naked Footy Show as well. And um, also our merch store, if you want to buy any merch. Uh, mugs, one of these little mugs here. There we go. Um, caps, of course, you know, keep yourself, you know, your head um, from the heat. Um, you got You're under Vesuvius, aren't you, at Naples, Ross? You're standing under Vesuvius at the moment. That's over Naples, isn't it? Doesn't it overlook Naples? Yeah. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, just in case we... it. Yeah, that as well. And of course, um, Napoli won won the league title in Serie A, so um, oh, their first title in 30 years. So I'm going to be glory hunting and getting an Napoli shirt, and I'll be wearing that around as, as you know a, a proud naples boy um but yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a good trip um i'm gonna enjoy it but um hope everyone else has a good rest of your week weekend uh we're back of course with a flagship show to talk about the fixtures and any other business in between um thanks again for listening and and watching if you all saw our beautiful faces uh we're back again with some more videos and content very soon so bye for now <laughs>